welcome back to Opinions Are Mine. Episode, episode 6. Is it already 6? Ooh, okay. Um, so, before we start, as usual, big shout out to the Gold Coast Report. Thank you guys uh, for uh, supporting us in producing our podcast. Uh, thank you for supporting us even when we are sometimes late with our podcast, like I am. And uh, thank you also for supporting us on a personal level when you understand why I am late with my podcast. So the past couple of weeks have been a sort of a crazy roller coaster. I was almost going to talk about that in my podcast. And then I'm like, nah. I'm not going to talk about that. I will just give you a little intro, like a little bit uh, of context to make you understand what I went through, but I'm not going to go into much details for several reasons. But anyway, so this episode of Opinions Are Mine is called Thermostats and Thermometers. Now, to follow this flow of thoughts, around this topic, you will have probably to pay a little bit more attention because I don't know if my flow is going to be completely logic, but trust me, it's going to put together all the things that happened in the past few months. If you guys have been following, uh, the first episode was about finding Uh, my purpose or in general finding our purpose and if you guys remember one of the things that I was insisting on is the fact that I realized at some point in my life that my job description wasn't what was describing my purpose I realized that my entire life I was trying to hold on to the title that I had or the kind of job I was doing because I thought that would define me and then I realized that that wouldn't define me and that my purpose could have been um practiced and achieved uh, doing whatever. So my mindset for strategy means that I have this, uh, I've practiced and I've uh, uh, perfectioned the skill of foreseeing what is happening. That's what you do when you do branding, right? So what you do is that you analyze what's going on and it's like based on what was going on before, what is going on now, I feel this is where we are going. So if you do it for brands, it's like this is what the consumers are, want, are going to want. This is what is happening in the subculture. So I'm quite sure that at some point it's going to become mainstream and you can plan accordingly. When you learn how to do it also in your life, then it becomes uh, uh, very interesting because most of the time you're like, this is going to happen. And people around you are going to be like, nah, it's not going to happen. And you're like, oh, this is so going to happen. And I have to say that this is something that I always had. So I don't know if at some point my career went in a direction that was sort of like natural. So it's not that I had to do the job, but that came easy. So the more I think about it, the more it's like, maybe that's not even the job that I want to do. That was the, a job that came easy to do for me. And so I, I end up doing that. But I always remember thinking one, uh, one specific thing about myself since I was very young. 
uh, I've always been super passionate about uh, Greek mythology or all the tragedies and stories uh, uh, about the, the old um, Greek uh, literature. And um, there's a character uh, who's called Cassandra. And I always said, all the time, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm cursed like Cassandra. I'm cur cursed like Cassandra. So Cassandra was the daughter of the king of Troy. And Cassandra had uh, a gift and a curse attached to that. Cassandra could pre foresee uh, the future, could predict uh, the future, but she was cursed, so no one would believe her. So she was the one that, uh, from the top of the Tower of Troy, kept shouting not to let the horse in. But people were like, oh, she's crazy. <laughs> she's so crazy, right? Which is what I got, like, since I, I was very, very young. Like, one of the things that people like to tell people that they don't understand, it's, oh, she's crazy. She's so crazy. So, lately, I have to say that that being crazy actually helped me a lot also not to get arrested. So, um, the reason why I'm late with this episode is that the past week was a bit uh, kind of crazy. And um, because my job cannot define me and I'm done working in toxic environment, I had to, uh, I mean, I had to... Um, fix a situation and the people on the other side decided that they didn't want to fix the situation in a, 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 a normal uh, way. They uh, decided that intimidation and uh, uh, all sort of uh, um, definitely not legal and definitely unacceptable behaviors uh, actually were allowed because unfortunately we have a group of people, I think, in Ghana, they still believe that they can do whatever they want because there's no rule, because the only rule is power, the only rule is money. And also, not only money, but the fact that they are men. And also, not all the fact that they are men, but also the fact that they are white men. So, I think that's almost over. I feel people should know that it should be over. And I feel people should know that anyway, if you follow the rules, it's very difficult that they can win because they never follow the rules. And so you probably can teach them a lesson. So I will not go in details, but just for you to know, because I know some people were trying to spread a rumor that is not true. I was never arrested. Never. And also, uh, some people tried to pay uh, police to come at my door to intimidate me, but it didn't work out. And um, and yeah, so I'm here recording the podcast with uh, a new beautiful perspective in front of me, with uh, a project I'm working on, with things that I'm uh, putting together for um, for amazing projects. So everything is good, even if. I really had a difficult moment. The difficult moment was helped, though, by that Cassandra feeling that for once somebody listened to, or also, or maybe they listened to me because they just want me to shut up. But uh, last week, uh, when I was supposed to have a specific meeting that uh, it didn't happen the way the other people wanted to happen, it was because I kept tormenting 
my lawyer on a feeling I had. I kept telling her, I don't want to do this. I, I don't feel it's right. And she, she, would, she wouldn't like, she was like, oh my God, like relax. And I, I mean, like, it's not about relaxing. It's about, you need to listen to me. I have this feeling. So that's actually fixed few things that feeling I had helped me to figure out a few things. And so it made everything end up in a, in, in a, in a positive way for me, not for everybody. And that's the good news. Anyway, so coming from this Cassandra feeling, how do we get to this thermostat and thermometer, um, thermometer uh, topic of the, um, of the podcast? So This thermostat and thermometer topic comes for me first from a book that is one of my favorite books from a very, very long time ago. And it's a, a book that is called Open and is uh, Andre Agassi uh, autobiography. And uh, I don't want to tell you details because I really hope everyone who's interested in reading will read this book once in their life because I think he's a an incredible story of an incredible human being and don't think about the tennis part of the story. Like that's nothing compared of the monumental story that this man has outside the fact that he was one of the greatest tennis players in the world. So in this uh, autobiography, at some point, There's a beautiful moment where uh, one of uh, Andre's um, friends, I think, uh, tells him at some point when he wasn't going to play the final of the Roland Garros. He was going to go on the first date with Steffi Graf, which he was in love since forever with. And so the guy tells Agassi, Andre, he says, some people are thermometers, some people are thermostats. You're a thermostat. You don't register the temperature in the room. You change it. So be confident. Be yourself. Take charge. Show her your essential self. This is a book that I read. Ah, I think we are talking about seven, eight years ago. Before coming to Ghana for sure. And I remember even gifting uh, some very important people in my life with this book because I really think that can change the perspective on so many things. So the gifts and the curse of being a, term a thermometer can be associated also with the gift and the curse of really sensing what is going on and knowing what is going to happen and having the other people being like, oh, Uh, we don't want to listen to you. We don't want to do what you're doing because, I don't know, maybe because it makes, me, makes them feel uh, uncomfortable. Now, let me see if you guys can follow where I'm going. So we start with this concept of thermostat and thermometers. This concept of thermostat and thermometers bring us back to New York City, episode two, because the other person that I've heard Actually, I think I read something from him talking about thermostat and thermometers when this quote from this book was already one of my favorite quotes ever, was my friend in New York, the special friend in New York, the special person I met in the airport. And he talks a lot about this same concept so that when I actually realized that he was talking about this in his public speaking, I mean, inside me, I was like, 
it's so weird that we keep having so much in common and and for some reasons I didn't even want to say it because all the time it looks like I was trying to say oh yes I think exactly the same thing that you think so I even kept it for myself for a while because I didn't want to make it look like I was trying to please him or I was trying to look like the one that is like yes we have exactly the same ideas but so anyways so this concept of thermostat and thermometers brought me back to think about about him and I read this um, book uh, several times in my yoga classes last week when I was encouraging people of seeing different things in their life, of embrace the change, of uh, I was I was encouraging people um, to uh, hold on to their grounds, but being also aware that when you are still, when you're still, everything is still changing around you. So there's beauty in stillness, but also there has to be the awareness that even in that stillness, there's still change happening. So don't hold on to things because change is going to come anyway. I feel that my flow is already becoming a bit complicated, but so let's sum it up. So me, I'm Cassandra having all these feelings. And also, over the week, while I was having all these feelings, I kept reading over and over this book in class, this book that is Andre Agassi, Autobiography. In this book, we have this concept of thermostat and thermometers, which brought me close at the beginning and still keeps me closer, even when he doesn't know, to a specific person that we talked about and was the person that made me think about going to New York City in March and meet in New York City all this group of amazing unicorns that I happen now to have in my life. This concept of amazing unicorns that I keep having in my life was also is also the kind of thing that give me a lot of strength and a lot of power in these two weeks where all these potentially very bad things could have happened to me and I feel that sometimes I'm crazy like that because I'm not scared that's the other amazing thing it's like my anxiety is anxiety that hits because I'm afraid not to be listened and to be misunderstood I'm not scared about the events I think that over and over in my life I've been able to go through some really bad things and so now even in the face of moment that could be really panicky moment like the police showing up at your door in a country where they can arrest you it's like let's be clear like like they can arrest you and then you have to prove that you not have done whatever people are accusing you of so the whole thing played out in a way that was positive for me but that was for another reason it's because unicorns keep being around me all the time so some specific people played a very specific role in this situation and helped me to come out of it in the most positive way now this group of unicorns that, that keeps coming around me and we discuss if you remember guys in episode two i mentioned a bunch of them that they were coming from this new york city situation i feel they are all kind of thermostat more than thermometers because trust me the moment they enter the room you feel the heat coming you feel that the temperature is changing and i'm so 
glad right now that I have so many people like this around me in my life because these were the people that during this issue that I was going through were not trying to talk me out of it. We're not trying to tell me, please don't fight because you know here you can't do these things. They were the people that were telling me, you are right, so please keep doing what you're doing. We are supporting you. We are with you. And there were people here in this country. There were people outside this country. All these people around me made me think about another thing that is going to lead us to another part of this story. And then I, I, I feel really at the end of this episode, people are going to be like, What did just happen? But anyway, unicorns, other people that you need around you, if you are another unicorn, because that's your tribe. And it makes me think about another important thing, which is the power of collective and collectivity. The reason why I was able to overcome that specific moment I was going through in the past week, and the reason why the bad guys didn't win, is because I had around me The strength, even just the spiritual strength, even just the fact that I know there were people praying and sending positive energy to me because of what I was going through. That made me go through that. And so the power of collectivity is amazing and is what is going to save us, is what is going to change this country and is the only way we can really change things. And that leads me to the other part of this conversation and leads me to something beautiful that came out this morning and makes me think again how collectives are beautiful and powerful. So first of all, I have to say that I am actually building also another collective around my yoga classes. And it's amazing because I have to tell you that the kind of people that keep walking in that yoga studio are all so special and we are growing so much together that it's an amazing experience. I always say I'm not a teacher. I'm just guiding people through their awesomeness and we are doing that together. So that also that's also another collective. But the power of collectivity has to show, especially when there are issues. So think about it. Okay, before I get to the final part, I was also thinking about, uh, politically speaking, all the things that we are outraged uh, sometimes here in Ghana, and not only. I mean, I, I feel like, I'm sorry guys, sometimes I don't want to talk about Italy lately because I'm so upset and worried that... Um, that I don't even know what to say about what's going on in my country. So... Uh, I, I, I will just like leave it for now. But what I'm seeing that is happening here, and that's what makes me so happy, is that this collective are slowly coming together, 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 and I'm sure they're going to bring change. And that's exactly the opposite of what they want us to do. Now, think about it. Last week, the Ghanaian president was at the conference in um in um, in Canada, talking about uh, gender issues. So, I mean, the president of Ghana has actually been named uh, gender champion by the United Nations uh, Commission because compared to all the other African countries, uh, it, it was he has done a little bit more effort towards gender equality at a continent level, which is, of course, not a bad thing. Mm. The funny thing is that, though, in terms of politics, uh, what 
is a little effort that is a little effort on paper though uh, doesn't translate necessarily in then in uh, in words and behaviors right so uh, that's what happened when uh, confronted during the conference uh, he said that uh, not enough movement has been made by these women right think about it When was about gay LGBTQI rights in Ghana, he made a very similar comment. He said that since there was not enough uh, um, conversation around it, protest about it, he didn't feel that was the time that any conversation about uh, uh, gay rights should have happened. And that's when recently there were the floods Again, because it was raining and every time it rains, uh, we, <laughs> we have to experience floods and people die. The comment was that the fault is not the government's fault. It's Ghanaian's fault because they keep uh, uh, throwing trash uh, um, outside uh, and things like that. Now, if we want to see the bad, uh, the the the... the The negative, the, the, the negative part of this conversation is like, dude, so what is your responsibility, right? But me, I don't want to talk about that. If we think about it, what he's doing and what he's saying is giving power to collectiveness. If we come together, he will have to do something. If we come together for uh, gay and LGBTQ rights, he will have to do something. If we come together for gender equality, he will have to do something. Coming together sometimes makes to, means to make noise. Coming together as a collective means to change the temperature. Coming together as a group of thermostats means that the heat is gonna rise and they will have to do something. Now, talking about collectives, what made me very happy today and see where I'm going from Cassandra to thermostats and collectives. I'm going to something that made me so happy this morning and is uh, this beautiful song released by an incredible collective called Super Jazz Club that I really I've been watching from distance in a while since um, in one of our Accra City Nice event I had the chance to listen to uh, experience how smart, intelligent and clever is Ansa Live, who's one of the members of the collective and Annie was so nice and grateful uh, with me that we exchanged few emails and he sent me work uh, from himself from uh, Obed, which is an incredible producer and musician. It's like this collective of kids, as they call themselves, makes me really believe that if we find the way to come together and the people who have to come together, I keep seeing it and hearing it, is weird people, is unicorn, is the Cassandras, Is the Cassandras that people will say, oh, they are crazy. Don't listen to her. She doesn't know what she's talking about. We know what we're talking about. And if we come together, the more we come together, the more we're going to change the temperature. Because if it's only me changing the temperature, well, I will have some forces trying to come against me. But if it's 
three, four, ten, a hundred unicorns, and then change will come. So I want to talk about for a few seconds about the amazing music experience that these uh, guys are have been working on. Uh, they just released uh, their song called Couple Black Kids, which is an interesting um, uh, rap hip-hop uh, song that um, is a is a long it is a long uh, song because it's longer than four minutes when we are used more and more to to, to, to very short and catchy uh, songs is um, a an interesting conversation about black kids out there writing and I mean it might sound um, familiar with other collective of young uh, artists which means that the the movement is growing if you guys know I've been always very supportive also uh, about uh, La Meme Gang and other collective artists because I feel that young people have things to say and they should say it and they should say it together because they are the game changers but I also feel that now it's not anymore an issue of age because if you guys remember my second episode, but I mentioned it in another episode, one of the other amazing people I met in New York is Jody Patterson, who is a, a, an activist, LGBTQI um, uh, activist and uh, um, uh, board of director of the Human Rights Campaign. She wrote an amazing book called The Bold World that I'm reading, I've read already, and I'm, I'm passing through uh, to other people that I think should read. And uh, and, and she's 50 years old and, 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 and she's, yes, she's been always an activist and advocate, but now her purpose has become something that is so big and so global. And, uh, and, and, and she has around her, uh, from kids in the, in the same community to uh, young uh, boys and girls. And, 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 and it's like, it's not the age anymore that determines how much you can impact change in your community and in your nation and uh, uh, in, in the world. So I feel really that collective power comes from uh, unicorns and weirdos that want to come together. And I mean, I feel like recently I've been, I've been thinking about that we, sh- we should stop calling ourselves weirdos, crazy, uh, or maybe we need to find a way to give to this world a really positive connotation. Because unfortunately, we know that uh, the, the, the general population, the general public uh, likes to address what they don't understand or what they don't want to listen to. Oh, she's weird. Oh, she's crazy. Oh, he's a, he's a weirdo. Uh, and, and so we're now thinking that that's, that's something uh, positive and powerful. But so we have to have conversation in order to give uh, uh, positive power to these kind of names. But 
I love the fact that while I was thinking all this, when I started working on my yoga studio and I opened the Instagram page, all I thought it was like, I want my yoga studio to be the place where these kind of people want to hang out, not just to, to do physical exercise and yoga, but because we can create energy together and we can uh, create positive change together if we are all in, 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 in the same physical space. So my the, the, the description of the yoga studio on social media says that it's a yoga studio immersed in, in, in a serene environment uh, and it's perfect for unicorns and weirdos. And that's where I'm going. I'm going to the fact that we're not weird. We're just on a different level and that's okay. So I, I feel like that if all these small groups of people could actually come together, it would really be amazing. And I don't know if I can be a catalyst of... Because I find myself sometimes in the center of different conversation with these amazing humans that are not connected And sometimes I feel maybe I should find a way to connect you all, you guys, because when I was thinking about thermostats and thermometers and I was thinking about Michael, I, I guess that's why yesterday I had a dream with him that it was insane. And so I had to wake up in the middle of the night and send him a message to me like, tell me that you're okay because I just had a dream. But maybe it was because I was trying to put together all these amazing things and people that I'm seeing in my life. And I'm sure that they are sending me the energy that actually made this week that could have been a very bad and negative week, one of the most amazing week of my life because it's the first time, and some of you know, I said it before, or some of you know because they know me, in the past I had a lot of injustice in my life. And this is the first time that I actually got that justice. And it was because I didn't, I, I didn't listen to those who were telling me, you shouldn't do that. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. I listened to the ones that said, you're right. I, I will always remember, like, you guys know, like, I, I, I'm not really into one specific God, but my friend Nana, while I was going through this thing, kept telling me, God is watching you. God is watching you. And I don't know which God, from which religion, because all these unicorns around me really believe in so many different things that I don't know which one. But... I felt this sort of like divine protection. But I don't think there was any God above. I think it was the power of these people around me that protected me and keeps protecting me. And now I'm getting emotional because I just had this <laughs> vision of all of them really sort of like focusing on positive energy on me to help him to go through what I had to go through in the past two weeks. So 
I think I have to close because I've already probably talked more than 30 minutes. Well, not, not too much more. But so if you've not lost completely the, 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 what I was trying to say in, in this episode, what I want to say is that we should never allow people to put us in a corner because we are not uh, what they expect us to be or because we are not conforming, especially when we are not conforming to abuse and violence and arrogance and uh, stereotypes and uh, um, violation of, of basic rights. Uh, we don't have to allow them and sometimes can be scary. The only way it's not scary if we remember and we visualize and we know that there are so many other people like us We think we are weirdos and we are black sheep and there's only one black sheep. It's not true. There are many. But they try to keep us separate because if we come together, then we can really change things. So I really hope that I didn't sound completely out of line with all these connections that I tried to make. But this morning, after having that dream I really realized that no matter what, these incredible people that I had the chance to meet in my life are always with me. And I hope that if there's anyone out there that is now doubting in doing the right thing, I hope that it will, he or she will reach out because we are here to support other people like us. We are here to change the temperature. And we are here, and this is becoming sort of like the leitmotif of my, uh, of my episodes. We are here to change the world. I can feel it. And we, are, we will start with our little corner of the world. But if we all change our little corner of the world, then we have all these corners coming together and bringing real change. So, okay, before I get too emotional, I'm, I'm very thankful to anyone who's been able to listen to these 35 minutes. And uh, I want to send a lot of love and blessings to Super Jets Club because I think it's an amazing collective. And um, I think they are, uh, they are these beautiful, tiny little geniuses. And I want to also give a shout out to their visuals. They have... Their visuals are so beautiful. I'm so proud of all of them. And also shout out to Radical, who actually mastered the, the song. And uh, I saw that Kukua uh, is, um, is, uh, was part of the, of the video. Uh, there's, there's like some amazing people around me that really never, never uh, stop to, to like excite me. So shout out to them. 
thank you and um, yes what is coming is that on the 29th of June so the flyer is not out yet but me and Ria Boss are going to have uh, a, an Accra City Nice talk and that talk is going to be around soul and yoga but not yoga like physical exercise but what we mean in terms of like changing our lives to this uh, to part of the practice that is going to connect it also to our music playlist and project that we are going on so uh, please uh, come and uh, have a conversation with us on the 29th at local house me and Ria Boss also what's coming up is um, Print Wax Festival so Ria is going to perform uh, at Print Wax and she's been working on an incredible performance so I don't think you should miss it and it's not because I'm working with her but it's because I, I can't uh, wait to see what is going to happen and there are other beautiful things happening in town and what I discover is that there is this beautiful Instagram page called Nothing to Do in Accra, which is like uh, the, the, the sister page of Nothing to Do in Lagos. So you can follow them on Instagram if you want to have uh, an overview of uh, things happening in Accra uh, over the weekend. And on top of that, if you want to follow Lotus Yoga GH on Instagram and Facebook, uh, I will share some uh, some some uh, uh, inspiration for weirdos and unicorns who are also maybe interested into yoga but even if you're not interested into yoga you might find something uh, to get uh, inspired from so thank you so much i don't know if i made any sense and then cyril will tell me have you listened to your episode and i never listened to that so i don't know if i make any sense but i enjoyed this one quite a lot so thank you so much and uh, I'll uh, see you very soon. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. This feels like a suicide in the disco cruising my people Mix of soul and calypso, couple black hits with a jazz Five over plane in the back, live sale loops in the pack Blessing your souls and hats, we're rare with the jazz, rare with the vibes It's different now, here's street facts You should really watch for what you say Anyone can get it any day We prefer to keep it on the low but if your friends ask and let them know, just a couple black kids are riding. Just a couple black kids are riding. Just a couple black kids are riding. Ain't no telling where to go, we just eye on the low. Just a couple black kids are riding. Just a couple black kids are riding. Just a couple black kids are riding. Ain't no telling where to go. Just I on the low, just a couple black kids. 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 Just a couple black kids. Alright, and I'll tell you where to go. We just I on the low.
sipping orange soda in the web. Yeah, she ain't used to like me, then I hit. Now she texts me, can I get a fix? Nah. In the kitchen, whipping something till it's hella late. Sweet as chef, I've had la sauce, I could fix you a plate. Call me Steph when I be balling on your holy state. If you can't relate, elevate. On my level, I see no one but my family. Super jazzy to the roots, call that a family tree. Get that money, I don't hesitate. Here, no. 100 Lagina, you can get a taste, no. You should really watch for what you say. Anyone can get it any day. We prefer to keep it on the low. But if your friends ask and let them know, just a couple black kids are riding. Just a couple black kids are riding. Just a couple black kids are riding. Ain't no telling where to go. We just eye on the low. Just a couple black kids are riding. Just a couple black kids are riding. Just a couple black kids are riding. Ain't no telling where to go. Just I on the low, just a couple black kids. Couple black 